This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I'm at PNC Arena. Hurricanes and the Islanders, Game 5 of the Eastern Conference quarterfinal series. Carolina with an opportunity to close this one out tonight. The other series in the East, Boston at home with a chance to close that series out as well. And Boston is home for our next guest, Pete Blackburn, Bally Sports, covers the sport, covers hockey, and he joins us on the Adam Gold Show. Probably spend less time on the Bruins and the Panthers than any other series. Uh, But Boston, to me, the two games at Florida kind of looked like they got back to doing what they need to do uh, just kind of they're about to put their foot on the necks of the Panthers, no? Yeah, I, I think the series is over. And and uh, it, it, even in game two when, you know, you got to give the, the Panthers some credit for for playing better. But I thought that game two, it, it looked like the Bruins had played the worst game of their entire season. <laughs> they looked like a team that had just come off of an, an illness that was sweeping the locker room. They looked gassed. They, they just looked sloppy. So, you know, I would chalk up that game, too, more to the Bruins not playing their game than Florida playing theirs. So I think outside of that, this series has been pretty one-sided to an expected degree. Pete Blackburn, Bally Sports, is joining us here. All right. Now, let's start with, I don't know how how to look at this. Is Toronto really this good or... Is Tampa setting the Maple Leafs up for the all-time fall? <laughs> I mean, part of me wants to believe that both things can be true, right? Because the right. Leafs have been a, a very good team all year long, and yep. nobody cares. Nobody cares because <laughs> it does not matter until you get to the playoffs because they're still the Maple Leafs, and they still are the Maple Leafs. They're in a great position right now, up 3-1, but you will not hear me congratulating them or celebrating them until they get that fourth win because I know that they're still the Toronto Maple Leafs. They blew a 3-1 lead to the Montreal Canadiens a few years ago, and that's a worse team than the, uh, than the Tampa Bay Lightning. So they still have their work cut out for them, but I will say that that, that game four win was massive, not only to avoid... Uh, you know, evening up the series 2-2 and to taking a 3-1 lead because that's a massive difference. But just in the way that they did it to expel yep. some sort of demons and, and to give themselves a bit of confidence that, hey, this year might be a little bit different because typically that's a game that goes the opposite way and the Leafs are on the other end of it and everybody's making fun of them. So now they have a little bit of confidence in themselves. Maybe they feel like there's some magic in their room. I I hope that they are sticking to the the vision and going for that fourth win because if they blow this one, it is going to be all time. It's really the second time that Toronto has done that to Tampa. This was way more egregious when the Lightning have a 4-1 lead at home and arguably the best goalie in the world uh, in their own net, and you you give up three goals – and it wasn't even like an empty, it wasn't like an extra attacker goal. They just gave up three goals in like the next six minutes, and then you lose it in overtime. That can be a demoralizing loss. Tampa's got so much championship pedigree, but the way they ended the season, which I think they lost eight of their last 12 games, 
the way they ended the season, you just wonder if that's kind of in the back of their minds that maybe they don't have it this year. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was waiting, waiting to kind of, I was reserving judgment there just because the the Lightning had that play locked up for quite quite some time. Sure. And we've seen in the past that they don't always care about the regular season. They're one <laughs> of those teams that can flip the switch when the postseason yep. comes around. So I, I was waiting, but man, they, they haven't looked sharp uh, in this series for the most part. And, you know, I still believe in their talent. I still think that Andre Vasilevsky is an unbelievable goaltender. He hasn't looked at uh, in this series. I, I just wonder, you know, if, if they're kind of fatigued from three really deep Stanley Cup runs, an aging roster, Victor Hedman was banged up. Like, I just wonder, they lost like a lot of their depth, which was what carried mm-hmm. them through and put them over the top. So I wonder if they're just kind of coming to the end here. It does look like they've lost some some steam and, and they're kind of running out of gas here. They haven't looked good or sharp in the past few games. No, they haven't. Victor hasn't played tw- 29 minutes, by the way, in game, uh, in game number four. Um, do you think you could pull a pin out of Toronto's rear end if they lose game five uh, on home ice? Um. I mean that no because you, that's what, how you get that getting a three one lead gives you a little bit of runway right like it right. if they lose two and they have to have to do it in the game seven I would be concerned because oh my god last five times that they've been eliminated in the in the first round the the series has gone the distance so they are not a uh, a team that you want going to a winner take all because they have shown time and time again that they will fall flat. Oh my gosh! They lost Game Six and Seven last year. Game Seven on home ice to the Lightning. Uh, they have not won a first round series, not won a playoff series since two thousand and four. Pete Blackburn, Bally Sports. All right, the battle of the Hudson River between the Rangers and the Devils. Home teams don't want to win, so we like the Rangers tonight, or rather tomorrow in uh, in in New Jersey. Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90% give the money and then we meet every year and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. I do not. Um, I even when the Devils were down two nothing in the series, I you know I said it. I, I still believe in that team's talent. I still think that they're a better team than New York overall. And uh, as long as Lindy Ruff did not drive the ship straight into the Hudson River, I thought that they were going to have a chance. And I was really, really, really impressed by the Devils in Game Four. They really mm-hmm. played their game and. The Rangers laid an egg. They looked terrible. They looked completely flat. And I have concerns about that carrying over, especially when you look at the fact that, hey, the Rangers won uh, two games, the first two games of their series against the Lightning and then lost four straight. So it could be uh, consecutive times that we've seen that happen. I just think that maybe that team, we could be talking about that team being the new the new Leafs in terms of just falling <laughs> apart when it matters most. Uh, you know, I think the Rangers will be better than they looked in game four, but I still believe in the Devils being the better team. 
Yeah, also, look, I'm not trying to hang anything on Igor Shesterkin, but it's kind of hard to believe that Shesterkin allowed Jonas Siegenthaler to score from where he scored, and it looked like it went right through him. So that I I just I didn't see that as a as a, a good goal for Shesterkin to allow. Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a good play. Like uh, Nico Hischier with a great yep. cross ice pass and a great shot from Siegenthaler. And you know, it's maybe it's one that you want to have, but like that's that's where the Devils are going to find their money, right? It's uh, defensemen being active, joining the rush. Like they they're an incredible rush team. Uh, they skate really well. They move the puck up the ice really well. And the Rangers, I think the biggest weakness is that they don't defend the rush super well. They, Igor Shesterkin faced more rush opportunities than any goalie in the entire NHL this season. So, you know, the Devils are going to find their money by move, moving the puck and going east to west and, and, and creating offense off the rush. So uh, it was great to see Siegenthaler, by the way, get on the board, get his first playoff goal after being scratched in game two because – that's what I mean when I say uh, if Lindy Ruff doesn't drive the ship into the Hudson River, scratching <laughs> Jonas Siegenthaler for no reason for Brendan Smith in Game Two is the kind of decision that like gets a coach fired just based off of a, like one playoff series because Siegenthaler is one of their better defensemen and taking him out of the lineup after one game was a massive overcorrection and it concerned me about the Devils' outlook at that point. I agree. Siegenthaler is a uh, is a key part of that team. Um, look, I've, the, the Devils are are super fun to watch. Um, but real real quick about the Rangers. Do you think they're not good in transition defensively because of their forwards? Because I think they've got a good active D. I think their D skates skates pretty well. I don't think that the IQ is, is always there. Like, I don't think that they – they necessarily make the right decisions uh, in transition all the time. Their forwards do leave uh, quite a bit to be desired in terms of, you know, back checking and, and yeah. being responsible defensively. So I don't think they're they're like overall a great defensive team in transition, but I do like what they have on the back end in terms of, um, you know, two-way play, not always what you want defensively uh, in transition. Pete Blackburn, Bally Sports. I appreciate your time. Um, hope, uh, hope, hope we see you down here uh, for the Eastern Conference Finals and the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, who's being optimistic Me here? <laughs> Me too. I, I, I hope that the Bruins are there because that would mean that the Bruins then uh, run through the Maple Leafs in round two, which would be the most, would be the funniest possible solution if Toronto finally gets through round one and still meets Boston and gets destroyed in round two. You and I are sharing a brain. Uh, <laughs> Pete, thank you very much, man. I appreciate your time. We'll talk again. Of course. Thanks for having me.